Erev Shabbos Parshas. Boy, smack right in the beginning of the Parsha. We learn about how the Rabbanu Shalom is setting the scene for Yitzhak Mitzrayim. How he's set, laying out the carpet. And one of the steps, one of the key elements of this Kasher Yisalalti Be Mitzrayim, the way Hashem is toying with Mitzrayim, Hashem says, this is where things get touchy, Hashem says, I harden Paro's heart. What does that mean? You mean that Paro no longer had the option of saying, sure, let my people go. Would have been a very short story. Moshe comes to Paro, says, let my people go. Yeah, that's actually quite a good idea. Right? Or, or I will smite you down. Really? Prove it. And he's, Makas Dam, boom, Paro's like, whoa. Yeah, okay, go. No, that doesn't happen. What happened? How, how can... Rebbe Shalom could do anything, but we have Bechira. The Rebbe Shalom granted us Bechira. The Rebbe Shalom could take away our Bechira? Then we don't have Bechira. So, it's a big shayla Bechira. How can the Rebbe Shalom harden Paro's heart? Isn't it against the rules that Hashem set in place? So you could say that, yeah, sure, it's against the rules. Nisim and Aflois, the whole thing was the Malad Dei you could go that way. I heard a crazy vart, before we get to the vart vart, that by nature, a person loses his Bechira when he's in a tremendous state of shock and awe. Right? There's like a, a truck rumbling down the street, heading your way. Whether you like it or not, you're going to jump out of the way. You don't have like, you don't, you don't have the Bechira to be like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out here for a while. You run, you jump, that's just what you do. So in a way, your Bechira is extracted in that moment. Paroi should have just let the juice for you right away. Immediately. I mean, okay, maybe not based on threats. Maybe the Oisais wouldn't have scared him. I mean, Makas Dam is not. Pashat. No water from, like, the source of everything in the Triumph was the Nile. They had no food. They had no water. Without no food or no water, people get... Very anxious, antsy. Some would even say hungry. Right? It's like worse than, than the Wi-Fi going out. But the Rebbeinu Shalom gave him bechira. He gave him bechira even in a in a place where you shouldn't have bechira. By Hatava, power should not have had bechira to say, yes, you can stay. Hatava, he should have immediately said, uh, yes, you should go. He, he the the normal reaction is to lose. Be- lose all Bechira and to immediately let Klaishol go. But instead, Hashem infused Paro with Bechira and he went into a state of lodging and said, no, I actually want all of these slaves. And yes, there's Makastan and it's destroying and ravaging Egypt forever, but I want my slaves. Hashem gave him Bechira, so he didn't take away his Bechira. Fascinating, fascinating perspective on what happened over there. Hashem Shepinkis gives a different answer. And he said, that if you understand Bechira, then the question is not a question. That's the best answer, right? An answer answers the question. A good answer gets rid of the question. There's no question of Bechla. It evaporates it. He said, here's what happened. Bechira, sometimes we think, is the option of saying yes or no. I have the choice of going left, I have the choice of going right. Right? Put a guy in a box and say, uh, do you want to leave the box or you don't want to leave the box? Right? And the choice is his. Right? Do you want to eat the cake? Do you not want to eat the cake? Yes or no? Shishapika says it's so much greater than that. It's so, so much greater than that. Rambam tells us 
that a person has the option of being a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu or a Russia like like Bill of a Russia like like, like uh, he was a different Russia for a Russia like the worst Russia in the world. Anybody, anybody could be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. Really, me, you, him, really, like, like that guy. Any anybody. Bechira is not just a yes or a no. Bechira is the ability to literally change the world. If Shem Shemping gives a marshal of Hitler, he said, Bekoyach of Bechira, the Rebbe Shalom Kaviyahu, gave him the Siata de Shmaya to wipe out an entire planet of people. That's insane. But that's what Bechira is. We can take that same Siata de Shmaya, that same Bechira, and we can build an entire world. We can change the world for the better. That's Bechira. Bechira is so strong that you can dig yourself into a pit so far that you can't get out. Normal Bechira. On a, on, a normal, on a normal day, a person falls, he gets up, he climbs, he falls down. That's a normal day of life. But Bechira gives the person the extreme abilities to dig himself down so far that there's no ladder out anymore. You also have the ability to climb up so high that you can't get down. It's a hurricane reach you up there. That's Bechira. That's Bechira. And that's what Parah did. Not that the Rebbeinu Shalom hardened his heart. It's a regular case of Bechira. The Rebbeinu Shalom gave Parah the choice. And, and Parah used that choice to get, dig himself so deep into a stupor of no, of stubbornness, that he could no longer allow Klai Yisrael to leave, whether he liked it or not. And the Lashon changes from the first bunch of Makas into the, to, to the last third of the Makas. By, by the last third, Parah no longer had the ability to say no. Because he had dug himself so far deep, using that incredible that we all have. But he went so far down that he did not allow himself the ability to climb back up. That's a murder thing. I mean, that's like crazy like Bakira. Okay, I have a story. It's a story. It's not direct. You'll, you'll see. There's a I think there's a very, very small element of Bakira in it, but it's huge. And it's literally life changing. See this. There's a Bakira named Rebbe Yirmiyo. And he's a starker, starker, starker guy. And he's going on a bus traveling somewhere. This is going back 20, 30 years. And um, there's a good bacher. He brought along a safer. He sat down in a seat, opened up the book, started learning. He's like three rows back. Engrossed in his lead mood. And a woman hops on the bus. And she doesn't have like a musig of, 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 you know, a mahadrim bus, the men in front, woman in back, woman in front, and I have not rows of parks in here. She sits down right next to him. Yeah. And he just felt uncomfortable. He wasn't able to learn. He was trying to be Shrey Mary Nine. He was trying to, he was trying to stay away from, from, from letting his eyes stray. And he said, you know what? I could stand for this trip. And he got up. He walked to the back, back of the bus. Yeah, excuse me. And he stood in the back. And just like to make sure that he would focus only on his safer, he, put, he pulled the brim of his hat down over, over his eyes, and he just sat there learning. And for mine, it was like two hours, he was standing, the entire bus ride, just learning. And he felt like, he felt like he had just reached a, a high level. He felt like he was in a good place, this was an ace Russian, and he started davening. Just like from this tremendous feeling, he said, I need a daven now. In the middle of his tefillah, the bus explodes. A suicide bomber pulled his car up next to the bus. And he tried arranging that his, his car would explode. The bomb would go off right near the gas tank. But he missed. It's a miscalculation. Glass flew from, from one side of the bus to the other. It was a noise like you can't imagine. 
their ears were ringing, there were people bleeding, everyone was scrounging around. The bus driver actually kept the, the state of mind to drive another half a block until he was away from the whole blast radius. Then he stopped the bus, got out, went to the back, and started letting everyone out one by one as the paramedics treated everybody who came out. What happened to Yermio? He steps off the bus by himself, unaided. Walks up to the paramedics. Shakes off his jacket. There's glass everywhere. Takes off his hat. And the entire front rim is embedded with shards of glass. The EMT looks at him and he says, Oh man, your hat just saved your eyesight, if not your life. It's a good story, eh? It's a good story. That's not the end of the story. Five years later, here we always diving somewhere. And every single year he had made a suicide dog. The beginning it was like a huge suicide dog. I mean, this like this is this is big. Just to experience the shock waves of a bomb exploding two feet away from you. To walk away unharmed. But now, you know, five years later he's putting out Ragalach and giving a little, you know, make a bracha, say thank you, Asher. He's dominating somewhere and someone said, but yeah, you have to speak to the to the Baltfil over there. He has a murder story. What's the story? This is Balchuva. His name's Oram. Go ask him his story. Say her. Goes over to Aram and says, Shalom Aleichem, like, uh, what's your deal? I hear you have a Kishnak Balchuva story. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, I am actually a bus driver. I always was a bus driver, but I used to not be religious. And I was once driving. And he pauses. And he looks at him. He says, I know you. Yermio says, you know me? Yeah. He says, my bus blew up. And Yermio says, I know you. You're my bus driver. He says, yeah. He says, I know why we survived. Nobody on that bus died. The bomber missed the, ba the, missed the gas tank. And there were bombers that hit the gas tank lately. He said, I was watching you in the rearview mirror. I watched you get up when that lady sat down next to you. And I watched you pull the brim over your eyes. And I saw you staging standing. I can't believe anyone could have Gavona standing at all, let alone let alone in a, in a bus for two hours. I saw you davening. And I watched you walk off the bus and walk away like nothing happened. And I knew it was because of you. And all I'm said today, Shem Shabbos. Go to, go to a hater. Oram could have walked away from that bus a hero. And he did. But he didn't have to change his life. But he was Boicher on that day. He chose to let that, that little image in his rearview mirror change his life. He could have said, ah, oh, that was lucky. That was a close call. He said, no. He said, no, there's a kayach to Tyra. There's a kayach to Tzvila. I want to be a part of that. And he did. But we all be to use our insane kayach of Bechira to go mechayel al-chayel, to, to reach Arakiseh covered. why not? And v'zaycha, to greet Mashiach Tzibkeinu and be part of the Chevra that was the cause of Mashiach Shalom. Hey, Allah,
Yeah, baby. Oh, 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 oh.